Hi, and welcome. I know we haven't talked in a while, but I hope that you're willing to listen. This podcast is going to be very extensive. It's about me, and it's about a lot of things that I've went through this year, and a lot of things that you will probably recognize from your own year. I hope to inspire you. I hope to let you know that you are loved, that you are taken care of, and that people care for you. Even though most of the topics that are discussed in this podcast are kind of meh, huh? Why? It is something that I'm very proud of. And it is something that I know will help you down the line. I love you. And welcome to the Smoking Lunch Podcast. I am impressed. Not with anything in particular, just with myself. I am impressed that I have made it this far. Um, and I don't mean with school, and I don't mean with love, and I don't mean with friendships. I just mean with me. I am impressed that this whole year I have conquered, I have succeeded, I have made impressions, I have succeeded. Well, reach beyond those impressions. <laughs> I forgot what the word for it was. Excuse me. I am impressed. Completely. Wholeheartedly. Honestly, haven't been any more impressed than I, I am right now. I'm proud of myself. It's hard to love me. It's hard to feel loved by me, but it's even harder loving me as me. I am a very complex person, as in I receive love by giving others love. So I basically empty all of my reserves to make others feel happy. But I'm impressed that this year that wasn't the case. Half of the year wasn't. I had I didn't have to cover for anyone. I didn't have to play second violin to anyone. I I was myself 100% of the time. Except for when I wasn't. You see, I have this infatuation with loving people. Um, I feel like since I don't get the chance to love myself, at least other people can experience my love. I'm constantly terrified for other people's opinion. Constantly. Even to the point where I kind of just sit in bed and think, well, what if that? What if that? Or how will I do that? Or how will I amount to that? Amount to that. Uh, like, a funny story. My boyfriend, I love him to death. But um, because of what I've seen, I'm terrified. I'm terrified that he will let me go at some point, and I shouldn't be, because I've proven to myself that even without the person that I think is going to be the one, I'm fine. I've proven that numerous times this year, and I will be fine. I don't need another person in my life to show me what love is, because that's not what I have him for. What I have him for is a constant representation and remembrance of the fact that I should love myself. 
So in the moments where we have distance, it is perfect because I can clearly see everything. But in the moments when he's close, anxiety comes because I'm scared that I'm going to lose him. I have separation anxiety. I have abandonment issues. I have a lot of silly little things that I've actually really worked on this year. I don't lie anymore. I don't always tell the truth, but I don't lie anymore. <laughs> I try to keep a clean slate with everyone that I have around me. I try to love people as much as I would like to love myself. And I try to accept love instead of putting it down. So if I receive a compliment, I say thank you. If someone tells me that my work was good uh, because this, this, and this, I listen to everything. I even accept criticism. Which is very hard to do, by the way. <laughs> but I do it. Because I want to improve. Because I want to be proud of myself. This year was a slippery slope into madness. The first half of the year. I was slipping. And nobody noticed. I was falling and nobody took... Nobody saw. Nobody took notice. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people around me um, have permanent issues. And I call it permanent issues because they always find a way to make something. Or a lot of people that were around me, by the way, they, a lot of those people are gone now. There's only a couple left. But they have permanent issues in the way that they always find something to complain about. It's very hard to listen to. But I do it. Every single time. And um, I don't feel bad for it. I feel happy because I help the person. But I drain myself constantly. I try to keep up with uh, what new things I could use to become more entertaining to people. Because I always want to meet new people, but I'm never ready. I never feel ready. I never feel like I'm doing something that actually impresses people. I feel like I always just end up impressing myself. Because when I reach out to that like dark space and I grab something, people are so impressed. But I literally lifted a finger and touched a stone and brought it back. There's nothing impressive about an article that I wrote in two seconds. Because I already had it in my mind and I saw it and I wrote it nothing impressive about um, a poem that I wrote because I can just do that out of, out of hand. I can write a poem right now on the spot and nothing would change. Like, as in, my, my views upon the poem that I wrote won't change because I see it as something that I didn't put effort in. Uh, same with readings. I do spiritual readings. I've told that numerous times in this podcast. <laughs> but whenever someone is impressed, I'm just like, yeah, that's it because I don't feel impressed with myself and this year I finally did why? because I worked on myself I finally found something to work on and that was my lacking love I was very sad when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend I was very sad when I had a fight with my mother this year I had a fight with my father this year and I was very sad and I was very sad when 
I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. Again, I felt like I was an outcast, like I didn't do things in the right way again, and everyone was just mad at me, and I just had to find a way to find clarity. I always have to find my own clarity. And this is not only shared by me, but numerous numerous people have told me this. Um, clarity is never brought to me. I have to find it. I have to reach out and look. You see, I love my parents um, for everything they did, but the way that they raised me, um, they raised me to believe in myself, definitely. They raised me to be confident, definitely. But they also raised me to uh, standards that are very unlikely for me to be in. Uh, it's Okay, that was rough. Um, let me see. They raised me in the kind of light in which I should hold myself accountable. And if I should hold myself accountable for those actions that I can't control. Like I, from my 16th to my 19th, I didn't speak to anyone new. Why? Because I had troubles with my skin. And because of those troubles, I thought that people saw my skin before they saw me. Have you ever had something on your body or on your face that you're like, okay, but people see it. So it doesn't matter what I do they will see it they will hear it they will hear about it i mean and even if they're blind they will feel it i felt like fucking rocky um you know that movie with the kid who is basically like a humongous freak and the the blind girl touches him and she's like but you're beautiful inside yeah i don't want to hear that i'm beautiful inside all the time i get it But this year, that changed. Last year, that changed kind of as well um, because I became a lot more confident. I became a lot more resolute. I understood a lot of things better. I became smarter. I became more cunning. I became a better person, I guess, for myself at least. And even though this was a very long intro, that's kind of what this whole podcast is going to be about today, about improving yourself. 2019 we've all improved in numerous ways and we've all find found measures to satisfy our means we have had we have set goals for ourselves that we didn't reach but we over achieved that's the word i was looking for a couple of minutes ago <laughs> we over we overdid other people's expectations always we kind of always have to Right, this generation is filled with people who want to be overachievers, but not in school, not in your job, but definitely to yourself. You have goals and you reach over them, and if you can't, then you feel horrible. But if you do, then everything kind of works out. And I feel like at the end of the year, if you feel like things are things were kind of long this year, then you probably haven't met the goals that you set out for yourself, and you probably haven't done the work that you wanted to do. And maybe next year we'll, you will get the chance or maybe at the back in like the last days of this year. But I had a friend, for instance, and I'm going to use her as an example. And I know you're going to hate me for this, but I'm going to use you. Uh, <laughs> um, and she was in a very toxic relationship. The guy was destroying her, literally. And everyone basically held their mouth shut. We gave her signs, I guess, but we couldn't say anything because at the end of the day it's their relationship like you're not supposed to come in between that and now i know that you would rather have that i would say something 
but he was about 500 feet below her. She is this freaking angel that does everything for everyone. Is a gorgeous person, and she just didn't see it. She treated her, she treated herself like she was ugly, inside and out, like just ugly, and she isn't, and she knows that now. And for the first time in her 24 years, she has finally found a little piece of what she knows will be a start of her happiness and that is progress because if you have felt like shit for over more than a decade then if you find a little piece of happiness i call that fucking progress i call that that you resist the temptation of falling into your own mistakes and into your own holes and you dig yourself out and you become a better person for it Another example is of a friend of mine. Um, he has tremendous anxiety. Like, everything scares him. I was out walking with him once, and we went to a bar, and we went to drink, and he observed everything. And it's funny because he's literally the same kind of person as I am. Like, we're both very funny. We're both very witty. We both understand a couple of, like, psychological tricks that we use on people. And still he resists that side of himself when he's around people so i saw him again and the way that he spoke to people just reminded me of confidence it oozed confidence it oozed as if he kind of found his way and he doesn't have to that's the thing as well like you you can be awkward and you can be uncomfortable with being around people that's fine but he represented that part of myself that said, I want to work on myself, man. And this is exactly the type of person that I want to become, that I want to see, that I want to experience. We already talked about self-love, so I'm not going to overdo that again. But there's a lot of things that remind me a lot of the person that I want to become. Hold up. sick of, of talking about that like my whole life experience the, the way that i felt etc etc it's it's kind of it's raining to talk about man I, I don't use this as cell therapy man that's not what i use it for what i use it for is to engage and to talk and to inform and to educate kind of so i want to talk about a couple of things um like i said the reasons why i talked about this whole event is because i wanted to talk about the back end of the year the back end of the year is used to become a better person. Um, so you are set and ready for your trip to... <laughs> for your trip to 2020. Or at least for your trip to the next year, not the next decade. You know, some people just have to use next year as the final year of, their, of this decade. Instead of using 2019 as the final year of becoming the person that they wanted to be. Um, this is the year where people go in their 40s. This is the year where people. This is the this is the decade. I mean, where people go in their 40s, where 20s go in their 30s, and when 
people will die. Like, I can't imagine that in 10 years, I will have a lot less family solely because of age. It's such a strange thing to imagine as well. I should not put that in the podcast. That's so weird. But it's such an existential crisis. Like, I don't like the fact that people can just disappear. I understand that they're never gone. Like, they're never truly gone. The, the ones that you that died are are busy doing tasks and understanding new things and concepts and giving you messages and signs and making sure you're okay constantly. Whether or not um, they're active in it, that's up to you and them. But they are doing stuff, you know? So it just sucks that I that I don't have any physical representation of that person, of the of the love that I feel for that person. You know, like I really love my grandma, right? I I, I adore her. She is my hero. She is everything that I desperately wanted to be. Um, she's happy constantly in that regard. So it's not about her her life or the way that she. Uh, does things but it's her happiness she's she's in a constant state of happiness and people don't understand that because people think that she's actually a meddling uh, woman who meddles with everything and who's, and who's constantly like bitching and fighting and blah, blah, blah. but she is really a happy person I have never seen a happier person like we laugh about snow she told me that she loves snow and that she loves the winter and I said I love it too I love the winter is one of my favorite seasons because I understand myself the best in the winter. From the month I was born, I understand myself the best. And that's it. Like, she gets me. And I'm so scared to lose that. A physical representation of someone that gets me. You know? Because it's, like like I said before, in, like, in everything that I told, um, I feel like misunderstandment is one of the many, many reasons why we fall into a slippery slope where we can't understand ourselves or where, people, where other people can't understand us and if we can't understand other people if we can't hear them then we can't love them so you need to be heard you need to be understood and then you need to be loved and those three are connected not separate so you can't be heard um, you, you can't be understood without being heard first you can't be loved if you're not heard and you're not understood because someone needs to understand your point of view standpoints who you are as a person and that requires hearing listening I guess that what I wanted to say is that I have learned from 2019 that I should be around happy people and I am right now I am at least um, I think that most people kind of figured it out halfway through the year where if you're not positive, get out of my life is not really a message because you can't always be positive and you can't always be negative either. You have to find a balanced ground. But you also, you know, that's something. Um, you also kind of have to understand that life runs past a delicate balance and it's not about positivity or negativity. It's about rationalism. And if you have to act rational, then you have to act rational. So whether or not someone did something to you doesn't matter. Who does it affect? Does it affect you? Why did it why did you let it affect you? That's rational thinking. Why does what this person do matter to me so much that I feel terribly hurt? 
like I said, um, well, I didn't say before in this one because I recorded like five times, but <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I have watched Bojack Horseman. For the last couple of weeks, I've started watching Bojack Horseman again. Well, I watched it this year, but the, the whole se- the whole series, of course. And I watched the f- sixth season, I think it is. The sixth season, I think it is. The sixth season this month, this week, these last couple of weeks again. And I just came to realize, like, it's so fucking easy to just get on with it and be happy. But it's so hard to stay on that track when everything in your life kind of falls into infinity. Like, Bojack has no control of, I'm not going to spoil anything, but Bojack has no control over what happens to him. He has some control, and when he, um, when he asserts that control and makes it into a positive thing, it's like the universe wants to kick his ass because he hasn't suffered enough. Um, I never told anyone about this, but I want to tell it here, um, mainly because I don't really talk about how I feel completely, of course, and. I feel like this is kind of like um, no, but I yeah yeah I'm gonna skip that part. But um, I have thought about killing myself this year about two times, and first time was really easy because it was a solvable problem. Second time was really. Because everything kind of came crashing down and it wasn't just that issue that raised that it was the fact that I had to rely on people that made me insane I don't like relying on people I don't like relying on people for my happiness and I do not like asking for help so if I ask you for help remember I have already lowered everything in every vibrant in my body to ask for help and I did and that's it that's a big thing that I learned this year to properly ask myself and to set boundaries for myself like hey I need help now I can't do this by myself I can't change what I feel I can't change how things go so I kind of want to just do this for me I think a lot of my lessons this year has been kind of revolved around that I am my own worst enemy constantly because what other people do is only what they do, but what it does to me is what I create and what I get thrown at me by myself. There's nothing more frustrating than someone who fucking hates every little thing about themselves and then blames other people. You hate yourself. Other people don't make you hate you more or less. It is just you. You are your own worst enemy because you're just you destroy yourself the hardest, and that's it. 
<laughs> one of my classmates is throwing Illuminati signs. <laughs> um, I'm at school, by the way. I always record at school. I don't record anywhere else. But I will change soon as well. This was a short one, and I know that I know that I haven't really dived into any of my topics. I just wanted to talk, man. And I missed this feeling that I am doing something that makes me happy. This podcast was one of the decisions that I wanted to make this year, and I didn't follow through completely. But I did create something that I'm proud of. I'm very proud of what I did. I'm actually smiling like a little child. And New Year's jitters. I think I have every bit of them. Like, I, I am very excited for next year. I'm also terrified because I'm becoming older. I'm becoming 25 next year, which is the mark. <laughs> it's basically the mark of age. Like, that's when everything starts to happen. I mean, it's kind of been happening, but, you know, when everything starts to happen, for real, for real, because 30-year-olds think I'm too young, 20-year-olds think I'm too old. It's amazing. I'm going to be so amazing next year. I'm going to improve times 50, times 100, times infinity. <laughs> I'm going to make myself smile every fucking day. And I'm going to try. I don't care if it takes, if it's hard to do, but I'm going to make myself smile, not laugh at something stupid. I'm going to make myself smile. So I'm going to find something every single day, whether it's a dry lip that I have in Vaseline that I know I should, and bitch, it's been dry. <laughs> or something that just makes me want to say I love you to myself. I'm going to try to do that for 265 days. Fuck it, I'm going to try to do it starting today. Because I don't have New Year's resolutions. I don't have things that I want to do in that year in particular. I have a lifetime plan somewhere in the back of my head. And I'm just walking around and acting like I don't know. I'm an infinite being tied down in a human body made of flesh and bones. And I act out as if I'm this dumb person that doesn't know shit. Well, I do. I know everything. I know all the things that I say I don't know. I know you. I know exactly who's listening. And sometimes it makes me feel like Dr. Manhattan. Like, I'm sorry. I'll go, I'll go, <laughs> I'm going to uh, shine for a little second. Uh, use my shine for a little second. Um, sometimes I feel like time is very relative. And that's why I just don't care about yearly things. Because I don't change over a year. I make changes but that's me defining me I don't have a year time span to do things it doesn't work that way but yes in another way this decade has changed me a lot because the numbers are what defines me as well I'm 24 I'm not 23 anymore I'm not 22 and I'm not 21 and I haven't been 20 in a long time and 19 is something that I will never see I will never hear of the I will never see 1-8 again. Maybe in reverse, but that's it. I will never experience the feeling of being 17. I will never blow out 16 candles on a birthday party. 
I will never have my sweet 16. Oh, I, I wish I did. <laughs> I will never act like I'm 51 because I just turned 15. I will never have my first kiss. Actual kiss, not like peck on the cheek or peck on the lips or whatever. Like actual tongue kiss and everything and sex like I did on my 14th. Um, not my first time having sex, but definitely my first time loving it. I will never, ever smoke my first cigarette on my 13th again. I will never... <sighs> I will never wish to have died on my 12th because I hated that birthday and I remember it so clearly. Ugh. I will never be... Oh, no, that's a lie because I am a mother. Always. <laughs> I'm happy that you listened. I know that it isn't comfortable because I'm kind of butchering myself. Um, well, not butchering myself, but analyzing. And I hope that you went on this journey with me and you kind of just listened and took everything a little bit in. I want to make sure that you understand that this is not about me. I'm describing things to you that may seem vague to you at first, but this is exactly what you needed to hear. And that sounds even more vague and even more like, oh, shut up, please. But... It is the truth. You needed to hear that you have butchered yourself for way too long. For about, let's say, 20-something years. Like, 20-something. I don't know how old you are exactly, but 20-something. 22, 23, 24, no. Definitely 20-something. You spent way too much time listening to other people. And you traveled, and you saw other places, but they haven't fed you. They haven't made you feel warm like you thought you would. They haven't made you feel free like you thought you would. And even that, in that little moment of freedom, you still think about your restrictions because that's the way you were raised. You can't ever do something for yourself because you're scared to. And I understand that as no other. But it's not the way that you should deal with things. It's not the way that it's supposed to happen. I love you. I really, really do. Even though it's, it, it seems like I don't, and it seems like I maybe don't know you, but I keep my eye on you, and I love you. I really do. Next week, uh, or next episode, I'll talk about um, the faces of Vogue, and I'm going to talk to Dizzy Vineyard, um, someone that I know personally, but also inspires me a lot to come out of my comfort zone and to start loving myself. Now, in this last bit of this podcast I'm going to read to you a couple of horoscopes if I can find them <laughs> and I will definitely cut that out because that it seems like I'm not prepared which I am actually this time actually no I yeah but we'll see so the first horoscope reads Pisces <sighs> the beauty is bothering you it's too much dysfunction at the moonlight's conduction there where they are where there are Pisces, the beat is bothering you. It's too much dysfunction at the moonlight's conjunction. There where there are, there is atypical, divinely linkable, like porcelain extra fragile under the precision of this percussion brings. Take rest, kindness, and allow the roses with you to bed. Bring with you all your worries to the grave. Lay your flowers to the test. 
to plant the dirt where they will grow from all that you consider dead. Understand that this is only timely. There is no further meaning, only for you to bring life to that which needs a thorough cleaning. So the lesson here is clean the fuck up. I mean, like, clean your space, clean your room, clean everything that you need to clean, but also clean your friendships. Clean out your social circle. Like, you need to purge everything out that is toxic. And you have dealt with a lot of toxic mess this year. So, purge. The purge. Aries, this message carries love. Aphrodite would be jealous of the way you speak and raise your tone to the clinginess you often hold. Do not underestimate your emotions. As it is, as it will only, as it will only grow, and show you your true devotion. That which makes, that, wow. Okay, I wrote, and I wrote. <laughs> I need to redo this. Aries, this message. Aries, this message carries love. Aphrodite would be jealous of the way you speak and raise your tone. The cleanliness you often hold. Do not underestimate your emotion as it will only grow and show you your true devotion. That which lies in the dark will come to visit to make you destroy and cultivate your commitments. There are no chains in the wild as the, as the wilder of the bunch. You cannot take this one mild. Rocky tidings are soon to come. From shallow lies you become undone. From the deepest death of earth's from the deepest depths of earth and sea the sky will tremble from what you'll speak watch your tongue watch your lungs don't breathe in the toxicity that you desire to reverse you are stronger than the lion from this and any curse that means that someone in your direct environment has manipulated you for a very long time and you have become aware and it's time to wake the fuck up and it's time to actually raise up and rise up and say rise and shine bitch I'm here I'm about to throw you out of my house because this, is no, this doesn't work anymore so wherever you have in your house and your surroundings there's a lot of people that there's a lot of signs that uh, need a clearance of environments and that portion with what, li- what lies in the dark uh, will come to visit to make you destroy and cultivate your commitments you need to see and understand what you want in life because you have been way too wishy-washy. You need to focus your energy on what you need and what you want. You need to focus. Okay. Capricorn. Oh, wait. No, don't I miss Aquarius? Wait, hold on. <laughs> this is Sagittarius. Yeah, of course. Fuck. Mm, Aquarius. I never finished that. Memories are coming in between now and then. Memoirs written of a different future past. So they lied, and now you know. That's all I written. I'm actually impressed with myself. That is very short. I'm impressed with within the wrong reasons, of course, but I'm disappointed. Um, but what I feel for Aquarius is basically like you have built yourself up to be a person for someone else. And I feel like right now, you're in kind of a spiral. Like you're kind of realizing that what you, what you want is not happening. But 
you need to chase it because that's how you are you're kind of like obsessive but not really it's hard to pinpoint you to any straight line because you kind of stay in your own lane you know so you're bordering obsessive right now because it bothers you and if you don't give in then it's not it's if you don't give in it's not going to stop bothering you so that's the thing you need to directly deal with it say what you have to say and let go and if you learned your lesson then there's no problem with this you know but it takes time and it definitely isn't solvable in like two days you have to actually sit for this and make sure that you're ready great so let's go on to capricorn the ideals you align with are starting to crumble this new persona is making you fumble this idea that you can't even if you're not seeing the proof it's growing it's painful but must be the truth take note of your friendships a lot of people have this what the fuck did i write um uh, okay i'm sorry uh quick 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 sidebar quick sidebar um when i write my my um my horoscopes i usually write them in poetry right and then i start to work out like what is the deal here um because the poetry the, the poem basically comes to me and then i just manifested into what i know is needed and what i know is bullshit basically what i know is like creative creative mistakes or spiritual desire so intuition and desire is a lot of people are just so fucking in the wrong environment <laughs> like take note, your, take note of your friendship as they are not what they seem don't lean on what you know as it is not what you need like that's the exact same thing that i just said and you could say that but and, and and even like if i think about people right now like the the most problematic thing that is around people's environment is that the fact that they have to purge people like they have to they feel like everything needs to you know be done with everything needs to be over with with them um but yeah <laughs> be careful around temptation and showing your temper the line that you are will return will return at the end of december okay so that means be very strict on yourself and how you let yourself go especially with drinking and um i think it is food but i don't know i don't think it's food i think that um it's definitely drinking it's definitely alcohol it's definitely just limitation that you put on yourself for a reason and now you're kind of like stripping them off because that's the only way that you feel that you can work them out but it's not supposed to happen that way you're supposed to grow from it and that anger that you have inside of yourself it's gonna come out because people are really tempting you and they're really testing you constantly and you're not ready well you're never kind of you're never really ready but you're not ready right now you're just not like you can't handle this this is too much so when they cross your boundaries that's it it's over it's over <laughs> Sagittarius make room make way big dreams won't sway the, the principle of finding your way is more than just a being okay be kind be just be honest and trust you're glowing you must as hard as you can try to clean any dust old pictures and messages they might tear you up yes definitely one for the memories and one for your love this needs to happen my archer don't fuss you are loved and held down fight it don't combust 
infatuation. We're insatiable at this moment, Sagittarius. We are insatiable. We can't deal with it. It's too much. You know, you feel too much of other people. You feel too much of stress. You feel too much of love. You're kind of like isolating yourself in this little ice tower that you have. And of course, because we're made of fire, we're kind of melting it down. And that's where everything kind of just cracks down around us. Like we're so hypersensitive this month. But in a good way, like we're, we're, we're used to uh, being around people and we're kind of isolating ourselves to withhold us from being becoming too destructive or too emotional or too you know like no we're kind of like in our own zone which is new which is good which we should try more <laughs> but it's growth and that's exactly why you shouldn't fuss my archer because everything kind of worked out for the better remember that you are loved all of you if I did not name your sign, I will post a horoscope for you on the Smoking Lounge Podcast Instagram, which is the Smoking Lounge Spot at the Smoking Lounge Spot. Um, I wish you a very good evening, good morning, good night, good afternoon, wherever you are. And enjoy your day. You are loved. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. It gives me so much heart it's exactly what i needed thank you goodbye